Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to season three of Shoot the Breeze with Alexandra Marie, and I am your host, Alexandra Marie. So, if you've been sitting contemplating about starting a business and you have no idea where to start, or you've brought it up to your friends and family and they've just been shooting you down, let me tell you something. This season is the season for you. On this season, I have the privilege of interviewing some amazing women, amazing entrepreneurs. You're going to hear motivational speakers, coaches, business women. I'm talking about women that embody the Wonder Woman qualities. So if you've been sitting around and you've been just lost and afraid and need a little bit inspiration you just need a little bit more inspiration you just need a little bit more motivation and you want to hear from real people real women that are getting up every day putting in that work making sure that they get things done then this is the season for you guys Okay, ladies, it is our time. It is our season. We are rocking it. We are strong. We are beautiful. We are black, independent women, and we are wonder women. And let me tell you, you will hear from so many other wonder women out there that they're here for you, ladies. They're here to ensure that you get the motivation and the inspiration that you need to embark on a new journey that will take you to amazing heights. Please make sure to follow me on Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook at Alexandra Marie underscore talks. Again, that's A-L-E-X-A-N-D-R-E-M-A-R-I-E underscore talks. So everyone, please clap it up and help me bring onto the show the founder of New Jersey Kids Fashion Week. She is a philanthropist. She is a motivational speaker. She is a coach. She is an entrepreneur doing her damn thing with side on side on side business on top of side businesses. And she's a single mother. Handling all of that, she still has time for her kid. On top of all that, she is a fellow Haitian sister. Yeah, she's doing her damn thing. Haitian, Haitian. Yes, moi c'est en force. That is my slogan. I am a force. And you're damn sure best to believe she is Wonder Woman. She is a Wonder Woman. Let's clap it up for Miss Josie. I'm not good with last name. You guys know me. You guys already know. I want to say peyote, but... Let's ask her. Please welcome to the show, Miss Josie. Hello. Hello, love. How are you? Good, good. I'm sitting here like, is she coming? <laughs> <laughs> I just clicked the link. I was like, okay, hold on. Let me click the link and me make sure I'm ready. And <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Yes, yes, thank you, thank you. Good, and you, so thank you so much for you. Yes, so today we have, I'm not good with last names, so I'm going to just say Josie, and your last name is? Payute. Ah, Payute, what? I see it, I was about to say Payute. You know what? I, the Haitians say pie, the Haitians say payute, but in English it's payute. <laughs> oh girl, listen, my oh, Haitian you. sister. Uh uh-uh, uh, come on now. <laughs> I love to say payote. Yeah. <laughs> Usually people say payout. Like they like okay, payout is easier. <laughs> no, because you know it, it's Haitian, so I was like okay, okay. Bum 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 got it. Let me put a little accent oh on it a little bit. <laughs> I was so wrong. Yeah. You was about to destroy oh. it. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
You probably stand there thinking like she don't deserve that Haitian flag. <laughs> no, not at all, girl. No, I would never say that. Not at all. I am all about We It's our time. It's our season. We out here getting it. Everybody want to be a part of our culture and what we have to bring to the right. table. So listen, I'm always about supporting and uniting, of course. So thank you again mm-hmm. for tuning in Breeze with Alexandra Marie. So I know a little bit about yourself. Mm-hmm. Right about you. So why don't you tell um, our listeners about yourself? All right. Well, my name is Josie Payute. My full name is Josie Ann Payute. <laughs> but I usually just go by Josie because it's a lot shorter. Um, I am the founder of New Jersey Kids Fashion Week. Um, I have a co-founder of a podcast, Ladies Building Legacies. Um, Mm -hmm. I have my company, Josie Speaks, where I host, do different events, motivational speaking, and I go and talk to different um, women groups and different places where I'm invited to speak. Um, I have a background in human resources. I've been doing human resources for over 20 years since I graduated from college. So I have a big Mm -hmm. background in human resources. I also have my honorary doctorate degree. So I don't always use um, Dr. Payu, but a lot of people are like, why don't you use that? That's Girl, why so don't I was about to say on your name? Exactly. Like, <laughs> okay, change your profile. Listen, y'all. She need to change her profile. It better say Dr. Payu, okay? No, 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 no. See, I didn't know that because... I normally have an intro before my guests come uh-huh. on, so now I gotta change up my intro and be like, look, Dr. Pay is on. I'm not gonna change it, but listen, now listen. You know what? You um I what I find and I shouldn't, you know, I'm having this conversation now because it's just like, all right, come on, Josie, get it together. Um, I have my doctorate and I, you know, I earned it. I do a lot. I'm a philanthropist. I do a lot for the community. I'm always giving back. Mm-hmm. I do a lot for the kids. Um, I do book drives. I do food drives. I do food give backs on Christmas. I give away food Thanksgiving. I'm giving away turkeys, putting events together. I just got finished doing a fit fun family day where with a group of my business partners, we had um, a, um, a trainer who was out um, doing fitness routines and stuff for the family to get the families active because I am also a total life changes mm-hmm. representative for the company TLC. I'm a dependent independent business owner for them. I'm a director mm-hmm. currently with that organization. Um, and this is I'm doing a variety of different things because I truly believe that you have to have, they always say seven streams of income. But in, in my, mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, you need to have 10 streams of income because we are living You know why? Because we want ice. No, no, no. Because you want ice. Exactly. That's what it's exactly. about. Let them know. Patients don't play, we, okay? We, we know how our parents, <laughs> when they came here and, you know, the things that they were doing when they were in Haiti, you know, to motivate mm-hmm. each other to get to the United States because it was a struggle. Even that story and that journey in itself, when I hear it from my parents, it's like, wow, like I'm here is no reason why I can't succeed. There's no reason why I can't push. There's no reason why I can't give something a thousand percent um, because I know the right. story and I know the history behind our people. So therefore, how mm-hmm. dare me not put my foot forward and progress and do what I need to do to represent my people as well. So that's why I go so hard. And then also I have a 12-year-old son who is the love mm. of my life. Um, so everything that I do, he's a part of and he's watching me, you know, and he right. also motivates me on a daily basis. I'm a sports mom. He plays football and basketball. So aside from my businesses and me working a full-time job, I have also mm-hmm. another full-time job dealing with him and his schedule. So it's a, it's an mm-hmm. ongoing thing, but it brings joy to my life. So it's not, I'm not complaining at all. Exactly. This is why she is on, you know, the third season yes. of Shoot the Breeze with Alexandra Marie, because 
this season I'm focusing on Wonder Women, okay? And as you can tell from her telling you guys a little bit about herself, she does embody the qualities of Wonder Woman. You know, if you guys are not into comics, I implore you to go look that up. I'm not going to give you a synopsis right now. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm honored. But look it up. <laughs> so, pandemic, what have you been doing, you know, to keep yourself sane during this pandemic? Listen, with this pandemic, I can honestly say it was much needed. Because I was constantly going and going and going like an energizer battery, literally. But what this pandemic has Mm -hmm. done for me is really gave me time to like reflect on life, reflect on the things that bring me Mm -hmm. joy and also really reflect on the things that I want people to remember me by. What's my legacy? What do I get to do? How do I get to grow mentally, physically and emotionally? And what I found that during this pandemic, I was really able to... Um, become one with myself and what I mean by that is loving myself more knowing that I am a queen and I deserve all the things that I want and I desire in my life and then when my king comes into my life he'll have no choice but to respect me and be in alignment with me because that's what I am claiming and that is what I'm putting out there in the universe and guess what and that is what I deserve so therefore, it really gave That's me right, an ladies. opportunity to just reflect Preach. on all the things that I want and that I desire, all the businesses that I want to start, which I which I have started. Um, one of the things being in alignment with total life changes and 1,000 families under the leadership of Coach Stormy Wellington has brought to me is to like really say affirmations to yourself really claim the things that you Mm -hmm. want, really put everything that you desire out there in the universe. Like I wake up every morning and say that, you know, I am a multimillionaire. Time just hasn't caught up with me Mm -hmm. yet. I am blessed. I am humble. I am honored. Speak life into your vision is my favorite quote, because when you speak life into your vision, it's only a matter of time for it to come to light. Speak love, life and light to yourself, because if you don't, no one else will. And then the power and the connection that you embody when you speak these things to your life, it's only a matter of time for it to bring you joy and have you shine and have all the things that you're manifesting automatically find you. So those are just some other things. That's right. Who did this gospel? <laughs> you hear this? She brought you out of church. Now I'm Buddhist, so she brought me to the temple. Yes. But she brought all of y'all other people to church. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, she did that. She did that. Yes, girl. Listen. So it's just stuff like that. So this pandemic really has like opened up my eyes to so many different things to connect and collaborate with so many people to empower my people um empower my kids because I love my kids and when I say kids I mean my New Jersey kids fashion week kids you know I check on them I see them sometimes in a park when I'm walking as I'm also now on my fitness journey I released a little bit over 25 pounds with total life changes so the boss is in the building and she's not playing so when you see her next year walking these streets with the tube top on and her six-pack don't be mad just congratulate of course (laughs) that's how you do it yes (laughs) i am living life i am in a happy place in my life and you know it's nothing but god everything that's happening in my life right now is happening because it's my season and it was already and it was already destined for it to happen so I'm just so humble and so grateful and thankful for just everything even this interview and me being or having the opportunity to even be on your platform connecting with you through social media you being a boss chick you having your podcast you being a Haitian sister on top of that brings me joy and anything that I can do in regards to helping you out to help you succeed and excel I'm all for it because we as women have to continue to support one another pour into one another because it's enough out here for all of us exactly exactly no no more cat fights right girl yes no, no more no that. more that no more of that no if the pandemic <laughs> haven't opened your eyes to some things and opened up your spirit and your mind listen you need to go back and check mm-hmm. it because we're about to have a second wave and that's a second a second of opportunity course. 
for you to speak life into yourself, open your eyes and connect and collaborate mm-hmm. with the right people and make things happen. This is your second chance. You know, you usually don't get too many, but you know, here you are. Right. Right. Cause, cause you never know. I've had so many wonderful ladies um, on my podcast and a few gentlemen mm-hmm. here and there, but you, you never you know. know, you guys, yep. all you gotta do exactly. is ask. A closed mouth ask. don't get fed as they ask. say. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You tell them. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so many women mm-hmm. out there, you know, want to start a yes. business. You know, I have businesses of my own and you just gave us an array of, you know, what's in your mm-hmm. catalog. So why don't you tell mm-hmm. us how you juggle life, love, family and businesses on top of that especially your new um podcast how do you manage it all (laughs) listen you always have to make time for what you want you know I always a friend of mine always say people make time for what they want to make time for and it's so true you know it didn't Mm -hmm. sink in until you know a year or two ago that that's actually really true but the way that I juggle it is just creating like writing out the plan writing out the goal this is what I want this is what I desire um, how, how am I going to get it done? I have a really strong um, support system from my family, from my brothers, from my sisters. So whenever I have an idea, um, it's nothing but a phone call to say, okay, this is the vision. This is what I want to do. And they're like, okay, get it started. Let's go do it. So by me having that kind of support, it comes easy mm-hmm. to me to like really get something started. Um, and follow through mm-hmm. with it. Sometimes, you know, I get a little distracted, a little discouraged because things aren't moving the way that I would like for them to move. But what they always remind me is that it's a process. It takes time. You know, this is what you have to do to right. it. You have to feed it and continue to feed it. Um, it's like a flower, continue to water it and it'll continue to grow as long as you're nurturing it. So I just have to nurture it. It's like mm-hmm. a baby. You feed it, you nurture it, you, you right. talk positive to it you know, you let it grow and then boom, here you go before you know it, you know, so many different things and opportunities are coming your way. So I can honestly say from me having these different businesses is from having the support system, having the vision, having an idea, and then just pouring into it um, every chance that I get. Um, Write down my goals, as I stated, as, as far as being a mom, being a mom for all mothers, I give everyone, you know, so much credit because it's a lot to juggle, especially now with schools closing and virtual learning and a pandemic. Mm-hmm. It was definitely hard. But what I did and still doing is when I'm having these conference calls, when I'm doing my podcast, when I'm having a meeting, I tell my son, if he's available, sit down, listen, this is what mommy's doing. Listen to this interview watch this live um help but you know mommy sell her products or whatever it may be he's also a model for new jersey kids fashion week my niece is my assistant my nephew is my um assistant so i it's like a family thing i have everybody involved my brother's my manager my other brother's a councilman in the city of east orange i'm always calling him listen i need Mm. your help uh what can we do (laughs) like we need to get him on here we need to get him over here he is the bomb. Okay. When I say he is the bomb, you definitely are gonna you're gonna want to interview him. He's a Haitian brother, he's a father, he's a councilman, Ooh, he is the no joke. That. He is a boss in here. his own right. He is you got all, me a father. You got me a father. He is all for the um community. <laughs> he's in the city of East Orange, and you know, God is working on him, mm. and there's so many opportunities and blessings that's coming his way. He's like, you know, he loves his kids. They're also involved and employed, um, you know, with elections and voting and doing different things. So listen, this family is all yes. about pouring and doing things for the community and being involved. And this, what's taking place now is just giving us or providing us with more creative ways to pour into the community and do mm-hmm. different things. But the jug, going back to the juggling and managing all these things, It's just really pouring into all the things that I know that is going to be a part of my legacy. So it's the time now for me to pour into it so that people can see 
what I've been doing and what my family has been doing. So when it's my time to go, they can say, wow, when Josie was here, this is what she did. And then my son could say the same thing. Right. I'm proud of my mom because this is what she's doing. She had me involved. I was on the conference calls. I understand that it's a sacrifice and she can't make all my games or she's doing this, she's doing that. But I know that what she was doing was for a good cause. So he sees everything. I get mm-hmm. him involved. He's in the process of starting his own business. So, you know, that's how I know what nice. I'm doing is actually working because he approached me like, mom, I want to do, you know, my business. I want to have my athletic wear, my, my, you know, my own brand. And I'm like, okay, let's make it happen. But you have to start doing the legwork because I can't do it necessarily for you because I want you to see the time and energy that's actually put in to starting your business. I'll help you. I'm your number one cheerleader. But this is if you if this is what you want, this is how you do it. So I do a lot of those, you know, things as well as um, speaking to different mothers and pouring into them and helping them out. Um, That's where you know, the Josie Speaks comes in because I find when I'm doing a lot of events and doing speaking engagements or hosting, um, I'm always pouring into the audience, connecting with the audience, making them feel welcomed and comfortable. And that's where I also find my joy and my happiness. Um, So it's just so many, <laughs> it's just so many different things. I could go on and on and on. Yeah, it's okay. But yeah, you know, so I'm, <laughs> I'm just like really just enjoying it and love life. Actually, I am single at the moment. Um. <laughs> mm, fellas, I know. I, I, trust, oh, I have about 49. Okay, so here's my demographic. I got 50% uh-huh. women, 49% yes. men, and 1%, you know, non-binary. So there's men listening. Don't get it twisted, girl. Speak it into the universe. Yeah, she is single. She is a power woman. She is a wonder woman. Fellas, get at her. Get listen, it, okay? Get at me, but listen, whoever this man is, he has to be a <laughs> boss in his own right too. I do have, you know, one or two mm-hmm. uh interested candidates at the moment, but I am definitely. Ooh, she said one or two. <laughs> That's how you keep them on their toes. You let them know, like, look, you ain't my only uh dime, you know, in this uh in this pocketbook right here. You know, I got a couple of other ones. You know, I might have a quarter. <laughs> you know, half a dollar here and there, you know. <laughs> let him, yeah, let him know. <laughs> I let him know. you know, it's like, I'm, and I've just recently been open to, um, open to love and open to conversation and open to dating because I've, mm-hmm. I've been single for a while by choice. Not that I couldn't, you know, dated or been involved, but I just felt that, you know, when the time was right, the time was right. And I'm very like selective who I give my time and my energy to because not everyone deserves that. And that's just factual, you know, so church again. (laughs) What I be telling y'all ladies, take your time. time. Look. Look, this is not back in the day where you had to pick, you know, the first Tom, no. Dick, or Harry that walked to your no. door, you know, work on yourself, yes. you know, take that time, especially when you're a single yep. mom, you know, you can't just have anybody like going through that revolving Mm-mm, door, you I don't know play what I mean? That. You got to be very picky and choosy yes, with definitely. it, because, you know, you got some touchy-feely people out there, and listen, you touch my kids, <laughs> it's gonna be a I'm going and to my, jail for life. my son is at that point. <laughs> Where he's not having it, right? So he's 12, but, but mm-hmm. he is 12. He's six feet tall. He's weighing it at 160 oh pounds. So he is no joke. So when you see him, wow. you're going to be like, okay, hold on. All right. Yeah. So when he opens up the door, he's straight like, um, how can I help you? Who are you here for? What you want? If you're trying to holler, he's like, what you want with Girl. my mama? So listen, he already understood. And he knows. So not anybody just going to come here thinking you're going to just be hollering that mm-hmm. his mother is going to be okay. And, you know, I also have goals and morals and they always say when mm-hmm. you seek a particular king, when God has someone mm-hmm. ready for you, the, what you want and what you desire is going to come your way. And I know that I am a queen. I know that I'm a boss and whoever that king is, he has mm-hmm. to understand and respect that and don't feel intimidated by the things that I do and know that we're gonna touch that we're gonna touch that yes Mm -hmm. and know that he is uh asset 
to what I already have and I am an asset to right. what he already has. So it's a partnership. It's not just mm-hmm. someone or less date or less be boyfriend and girl. No, I'm not in the boyfriend, girlfriend stages anymore in my life. It's either you're going to be my man or you're not. It's that simple. Uh, that's, that's it. it. That's, that's, how that's, it. <laughs> that's how we do it out here. That's how we do it. That is how it's done. Yeah, that's it. So I want to um, touch back on family. Every time I get a Haitian sister or brother on here, I always got to say, your parents is good that you're not a doctor or a nurse. Listen, let me explain something <laughs> to you. When I first went to college, I was going for nursing. And I currently, after my first semester, mm, told my mama, listen, lady, you not the one here <laughs> in school going uh-huh. through these classes, struggling with science. If you're not the one doing it. So therefore, <laughs> be happy that I am in college and I am going to get a degree. Okay, because when I got my mm. degree, I was the first the, the first one to graduate from my family. So that was a big deal, mm-hmm. you know, and then I had my sister who's a news reporter right now in St. Louis. She graduated and got her degree. My niece just graduated from Montclair University. Um, and I have my other, my nephew is about getting ready. Well, my nephew is at Virginia Tech. So now the, the tradition is continuing, which is a great thing. But I tell them all the time, go Good. to school for what you want to go for. Because once you graduate, you're mm-hmm. the one who's going to have to deal with whatever it is that you decide and you want. So my mama tried it at first. But then when I told her, listen, lady, <laughs> this is what I'm doing. And you're going to get a degree that she had no choice but to back off and be like, okay. When I got my um my doctorate, you know, it was like, okay, yes, yes, look at that. And now she be telling her friends. That's when they uh, want to be all. Uh, uh, <laughs> but, but my mom has always been, you know, my supporter and my dad. So I'm not even going to, you know, throw them under the bus. But they've always been very supportive. Um, So they're, they were always with whatever I wanted. They gave, they gave their suggestions because, you know, as Haitian parents, the, the key thing is to be a doctor or a lawyer or a nurse because mm-hmm. that's how they were mm-hmm. raised. So now they feel as though they get to, you know, project that onto us. Well, this is what you should do. And this is the right thing to do. No, we have choices. Unlike when you were growing up, you may not have had choices because this is what your parents told you. So you had to go with it. We are living in a different time, in a different era, in a different country. So therefore, Things are different. We have so many young African-American, Haitian, successful people in this world that are not doctors, that are not attorneys, that are not nurses, that's out here doing big things Mm -hmm. and they're bosses. We should be able to embrace every and anything that they're doing as long as they're being a contribution to the world. Exactly. But you know, you can't tell some Haitian parents. No. You can't tell them, them. honey, you got to show them. (laughs) Exactly. And then when you're, then when you're up there, oh, yeah, that's my thing. But they always want to brag now, right? They want to brag now. They got bragging right. Oh, <laughs> wow. Ah, this is amazing. I'm loving your energy. Thank you. Oh, of course. Thank you so much. I mean, if you saw me in real life, you wouldn't be able to tell really? that I got all this energy. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you yeah. why. You know, <clears throat> one, not just being Haitian, but I'm black. Yeah. I'm a black female. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I have a mom that has you know a haitian background so i'm gonna break it down for you guys haitian women like they never look happy Mm -hmm. they never ever they be mean they be mean mugging you at all times (laughs) (laughs) they never look happy they're usually unapproachable it's like you have to know them to really know like oh she chill Mm -hmm. oh she okay you know like you just got but i think that's i think that's not just a haitian thing i know a lot of africans like actual africans that are the same way Mm -hmm. um some african americans are also the same way it's just we're so focused now, you know, we're doing big things. And I'm speaking about women in general. Uh, There's more African-Americans, black women that are graduating college, you know, 
It's not that we don't need mm-hmm. a man. We simply don't have to have a man. So we're on yeah. the move. And that's my mentality. Like you, you see me or you don't see me. Like, and when you, when you do see me, I'm in my car yeah. going somewhere. You know, I'm not hanging outside on my scoop or anything like that. Like, you know, I'm about my, I'm about yeah. my ish and that's just it. And you couldn't tell I'm a nice person. <laughs> You'd probably be like, yo, she looks so evil. Cause I get it all the time. Uh, like, are you, why are you mm-hmm. so mad? Mm-hmm. I'm not mad. I'm just focused. Yeah. Why are you worried about how I look? Why don't you just say yeah. hello? Why don't you mm-hmm. just say that? Just say hi. Yeah. Now, before they, before when I see people, instead of them waiting for them to say hi, I just say hi. I'm like, hi, how you doing? Especially when I'm walking in the morning in the park, you see a lot of people. And I think people just afraid to say mm-hmm. hi or don't know how to say hi or not so used to people being approachable that, you know, I figure, listen, right. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to break that barrier. I'm going to be the change that I want to see. So therefore, good morning. How are you? How's your day? You look lovely today and keep it moving. You don't have I know for me, that brings me joy. And you're going to remember me again the next time you see me in a park or the next time you see me in a mall or the next time you see me out. Like, oh, yeah, that's the girl that said good morning mm-hmm. to me. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I done left my mark. I done, you know, something to give you remember me by. Mm. Yeah. Well, you're a better, you're a better person than me because I don't like people <laughs> like that. <laughs> you can't be saying that, girl. You can't be saying that. Listen, you are blessed. You are here. You have a podcast. You have Ooh. kids. You have an amazing family. Um, you know, you never know when you're out or somebody that you may say hi to. You never know who they mm-hmm. may be and how they can be in contribution of the things that is waiting for you. Um, so right. I'm not saying that you have to be all bubbly and be like, oh my God, hey. like, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, that's not me. <laughs> but what I'm saying that's definitely not me. gesture of a <laughs> hello or anything could, could take you so I smile far. sometimes. No, smile more, please. <laughs> no, but what it is, is I'm, I'm very energy prone. Uh-huh. So what that means is like, my my aura and my energy like when i'm mm-hmm. high anyone around me will be at like high as high also but when i'm down oh i could bring everyone it's like my energy is like a magnet mm-hmm. so but it's also the same mm-hmm. way and i read mm-hmm. energy so i'm not just not saying hi to you because i'm you know like a bitch <laughs> no i'm probably not saying hi to you because something about you is telling me, my ancestors, my aura, my spirit guides, you know, my spirit animal, like, okay, you need to stop. You need to let that person walk by. You need to just, you know, go about your business. But that's just how mm-hmm. I am, you know. Um, so if you got positive energy and it's glowing and, you know, your aura and I can just feel it, of course, you know, I'm going to say hi. I'm going to be polite. I'm going to do all that. But a lot of people are negative And I'm just I just want to stay away from it. I don't want you to drain me. You know, I got my little crystals. I got my humps everywhere. I, I no, don't don't come around draining me of my aura and my energy with your yeah. nonsense. You I stay there, you. and I'm gonna stay where I'm I at. got you. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you get? Um, how did you come up with the idea and the concept for? New Jersey Fashion Kids Week. Um, it's New Jersey Kids Fashion Week, and um, oh, I'm so uh-uh, sorry. That's okay. That's okay. It's, it's New Jersey Kids Fashion Week, and I created that because I remember. So when I was growing up, and you probably can relate to some way, shape, or form, um, because I was Haitian, that was one strike against me. Um, because I was dark, mm-hmm. was another strike against me. So I used to be teased. Right. You know, you're a dark skin and you Haitian. All these different things when I was in school. And, you know, Haitian parents, mm-hmm. they don't play with their kids as far as how we get dressed to go to school, ribbons in our hair, socks, mm-hmm. if you have uniforms, they make sure their kids is on point when they go to school. So, you know, mm-hmm. I've always been like a fashion girl. I like to dress. I love shoes. I love clothes. That's always just been a thing of mine. So from dealing with the issues of insecurities when I was younger not believing in myself or loving myself. And because I was being teased, I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin until later on in life. Um, I started, you know, tapping into 
being a little bit more comfortable when I was in high school and I was doing high school fashion shows. And then I was like part of the traveling team to do fashion shows and stuff across like different colleges um, and doing fashion shows. Fast forward to when I got older and I'm like, you know, I want to do something different for the kids where they can use their fashion um, to represent them. They can use their fashion to speak about how what makes them comfortable. They could use fashion to make them fearless on the runway. So I came up with the idea of creating New Jersey Kids Fashion Week, which is a nonprofit organization, so that kids from all urban areas have the opportunity to be in be in fashion shows because you know a lot of times when you go to new york fashion week or different fashion shows you have to go through the cast and you have to go through all this different process if you don't have the particular look that they're looking for they won't allow you to participate mm -hmm. and then the kids were getting discouraged from that so i'm like you know what i'm gonna do something different in new jersey so I'm like, you know, I'm going to create a fashion show where it's inclusive of everyone, all shapes, sizes, colors, no discrimination. Of course, you have to go through the casting call process just to see where you're at and then from and then take it from there. So what I do at my show is that the kids come, they participate. Some of them have experience. Some of them don't. So I mix them all in together. Um, the rules are when the kids are practicing that they have to be welcoming to everyone that comes in the room. And if someone doesn't know how to model, then the one little ones that are more experienced, then you're supposed to help the other. Also, one of the things that I do in my show for the past three years, give or take, what I've been doing with them is um, I partnered with Nason's Place, which is a nonprofit organization for kids with autism. And I feel as though that- Ooh, you speak in my I language. Really? Because I'm a behavioral listen, therapist. Okay. Girl. So I'm going to send you pictures. Follow New Jersey Kids Fashion Week on IG. And I you'll do. see the pictures and stuff with the kids. So the kids from Nason's Place, I- give them the opportunity to get dressed, be cute, and, you know, walk the runway. And the joy that it brings to these kids on the runway just lights up my heart. And then the audience cheering them on mm -hmm. and then having a good old time. Sometimes they have like their siblings or a parent walk down the runway with them because sometimes they do get a little scared or it's a little unfamiliar to them. But I just provide that mm -hmm. platform for them, which sets me aside from everyone else, because I truly believe we should be inclusive, especially when it comes to our mm -hmm. kids, because when kids aren't don't always take well to rejection or can't understand rejection. So who am I to embark that on them? Because I know how that felt. So I pry on giving all kids an opportunity to experience being in a fashion show, walking in the fashion show, getting dressed, doing hair and makeup, putting on a pretty outfits, dealing with different designers, taking pictures, being interviewed, having fun day. Like I do all of that. So my organization, when I say that I love what I do and I love my kids, I truly, truly, truly mm -hmm. mean that. And I know how for me just collaborating with Nason's place under the leadership of what the um Nadine and her um son is autistic and seeing how she deal with the kids and her love and her passion that she had for the kids it's only right that I do the same thing when they're with me and I tell the parents all the time when they're during rehearsal that these are my kids for the next two hours so the parents cannot get involved they can't say anything um, I do what I do and then they leave and they go with their parents and next they're like, okay, when are we going back with Miss Josie? Because I've, I build that, um, comfort zone for them. I build that connection with them mm -hmm. where right. they feel like they're loved and they feel like they could connect and relate to the other kids and they're not treated differently because people tend to treat them differently because they're autistic. At the mm -hmm. end of the day, to be honest oh, with know you, it. they didn't ask to be here. They just so happen to have a disability that they have no control over. So who am I or these kids to tease or make fun of or not, you know, talk or connect with these kids and provide them um, a space 
where they can feel love and they can feel the connection of different people, you know? So that's, um, that's, you know, what I do. And, you know, the fashion show is just a platform for the kids to have fun, live fearless, um, get over their fears, connect, um, and just love up on each other. That's how you got to do yes, it. I love it. <clears throat> oh, I definitely, I definitely applaud that. You know, being a behavioral therapist, I work with children on the spectrum. So anytime someone does something that doesn't take their disability as a disability and more so of an ability to do something differently. Mm-hmm. That's yes. how I, that's how I see mm-hmm. things. So, yeah. So where does your motivation come from? <laughs> My motivation comes from my mom, my family, definitely my son, and me just wanting more. Um, And what I say by wanting more is just me wanting to excel in everything that I do, Um, knowing that um, my family and my friends depend on me um, to make a difference, to be involved, to connect the dots because I am a people person. I do have a lot of connections. Um, So I know that my connection and me being able to collaborate or connect with someone else is going to lead to me being able to help someone else that's in need of whatever services at that particular time. So my motivation really comes from, you know, my son and my family and knowing that whoever I connect with or whoever crosses my path, is going to find something or need something for me to help them with, to bring joy to their life and also my life by me helping them. So we have a lot of um, <clears throat> women and other entrepreneurs that are going to tune in to this series in itself. Yes. So what was your mission at the outset like the beginning of um, starting up your business, the Fashion Week business? What was your mission? My mission was for me, to be honest with you, to include the the kids and give the kids a platform to just break loose and be free and fearless on the runway. That was truly my mission. And for them not to feel how I felt growing up, being teased and being bullied um, and being able to be a voice for the voiceless. Um, because a lot of times our kids don't know they have a voice, but their voice is not always heard. People aren't always listening mm-hmm. because they're kids and they're like, oh, you're a child. You know, go ahead. Ad- adults are speaking. You do this. You do that. So I wanted to be the voice for them. I wanted to be the change. I wanted to be the number one fashion show for kids in New Jersey, which I am. So I wanted to make that mark. I wanted to be that person. Um, so that's why. So what services do you provide as, I mean, are you a modeling agency? Like break it down for me a little bit. Like what services do you provide Um, these children? (laughs) I'm not a modeling agency, although a lot of people um, have said it's something I should look into, but that's going to require a lot of time to be honest with you. So what I do (laughs) through New Jersey Kids Fashion Week, I have a big fashion show every year in September, the third week of September every year. Um, so what we do through the organization is that we have the fashion show, we provide etiquette classes, we provide leadership classes, we provide different skills, we get the kids involved, we have a photo shoot, we have a fun day where the kids come together, have fun, connect, collaborate, show their talents. So it's just like an in- in- inclusive organization, we provide a variety of different things. Like I mentioned earlier, we have food drives, we have give back, we have toy drives. So it's an organization aside from just having fashion shows and doing fashion. We also teach the kids that they should be, they should do community service activities. They should give back. We have two brand ambassadors for New Jersey Kids Fashion Week. And whenever there's an event, they're the ones who are the face of New Jersey Kids Fashion Week. So they talk to the kids, they pour into the kids, um, they make the kids feel comfortable. That's part of their job. They do, if I'm invited somewhere and kids are invited, they come and they speak and they take pictures. So I make them a part of everything that I'm doing so that they can see when they get older what, what it's all about and how it is to represent yourself 
when you're having a conversation, how it is to um, be interviewed because they're interviewed. So they have to answer questions and be comfortable with that. How to act like a young lady or a young man when you're in public, how to always speak and conduct yourself in a proper manner, how to respect your parents, your teachers. So we do a variety of different things. It's not just fashion show, it's life skills, building community skills, building um, skills to make you comfortable with yourself, building skills to help you at home. So that's what we stand for and that's what we do with the organization. So it's not a modeling agency. It's just a nonprofit organization that's near and dear to my heart. And these are the things and the skills that I feel as though that our kids need in the community for them to excel Mm -hmm. um, in whatever it is that they do. Because unfortunately, the schools don't teach these kids these um, these things. They're not teaching them finances. They're not teaching them life skills. They're not teaching them how to survive. Mm -hmm. So through this organization, while they're with me under my leadership, these are the things that um, I'm pouring into them. I'm helping them with. When they come to casting calls and when we have training, they have to stand in front of the room. They have to speak their name loud and clear and say something about themselves so that people in the room know who they are. And that one thing that you shared is what they can remember you by. So I teach them life skills as well as children. That's a good, good thing yeah. to do, especially in our community. Definitely. Yeah. And I love I, recently you had a, a book drive. I saw mm-hmm. that. You had a book drive during the whole Corona yes. thing. So you had the drive so that, was, that was really nice. On, get a book parents are driving down the street mm-hmm. we want a book okay what great and then we'll run to the car and give them a set of books we had everything set so we're actually going to do another one we're just working on the date for the book drive before school starts um usually i do a backpack give um like a book bag drive too the end of august mm-hmm. but this year i don't know if we'll be able to do it with all of the the social media social distancing excuse me and pandemic and everything that's taking place so we're trying to see how we could you could just put the book bag in a plastic bag oh well there you go <laughs> so i'm gonna talk to my brother about that and see how we can make that happen so we can give back to the um kids you know because a lot of the kids need it especially now with parents not working mm-hmm. so many people losing their jobs right. we have so many families you know in need um so yeah we'll we'll, we'll make it work and figure something out um for them right at this time so yeah so i'm gonna do another book drive soon i'm gonna do another family fun fit day so it's time for family to connect work out together have fun together i'm learning a little bit more about um tlc total life changes and getting fit and taking care of your body and being healthy i'm all about that right right now that's a mission of mine because our kids um have to be healthy they eat a lot of junk um, and we have to be the ones they to do. show them different ways to eat that's still healthy. Um, it's going to also, by them eating better, it helps them mentally, physically, and emotionally, too, to stay focused and take care of their body. So that's an, a, a new mission of mine, um, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. I love yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Love all of it. Definitely love all of it. So to what do you attribute your success? Attribute your success, I mean. So what do you attribute your success? Um sorry, what do you mean exactly by what I attribute my success? Elaborate a little bit. (sighs) So you have this fashion week, you have mom, Mm -hmm. you have the TLC, Mm -hmm. uh uh-uh. I'm you have something else you have the you know the, the yeah. speak thing so how, what makes all of that successful can you pinpoint what would make other than yourself mm-hmm. of course mm-hmm. what makes all of that successful um what makes that successful is me being able to stand in my truth um speak what i mean and mean what I speak. Um, um, me being able to things that I'm doing that people like 
I was saying earlier, my legacy, what people can remember me by, what people know about me. Just like when you were on my IG page, mm-hmm. you're, able, you're able to see, okay, I'm the founder of New Jersey Kids Fashion Week. I'm doing all these things. I'm doing all these things because they truly bring joy to my heart. And I know that um, the, the saying is, you know, you have to be the change that you want to see in this world. And that's what truly drives and motivates me. I want to see change in the world. I want to um, be the one to leave my mark um, from my son, from myself, people to remember me by. Um, like one of my inspiration that motivates me is Madam C.J. Walker, the first African-American female millionaire um, that, you know, that um, people really don't, didn't really know about until the Netflix series came out about her. But growing up, when I first learned about her, when I did a um, Black history um, project for school and I wrote about her, she's always mm-hmm. been my drive and always been my motivation. And she, you know, always right. gave back to the community. She found different ways to think, make things happen. She was creative. And then on top of that, you know, the, the latter part of her life, she became a millionaire. She was living life. She was pouring into different kids and pe- different people. Um, and then unfortunately mm-hmm. she got sick and things happened and she died. But till this day, we're still talking about her till this day. We still remember her until this day. We know her to be the first African-American female millionaire. So then when you hear the name Josie Payu or Josie Ann Payu, you'll know that not only was she a philanthropist, not only was she pouring into the kids and she was the voice for the kids. Not only did she have New Jersey Kids Fashion Week and Josie Speaks, but she what she said she meant when you well when she walked in the room you felt her energy when you crossed her path you wanted to be a part of what she was doing because that's what I truly stand for and that's what I truly want people to know about me and people to feel when they see me like I am truly passionate about everything that I do and everything that I give my time and my energy to so therefore because of that people will know that everything that I've done and I'm doing and going to do and will continue to do is done out of love, is done out of passion, is done out of the vision that I've had since I was little, the um, imagination. When you get these imaginations, it's preparing you for what you truly see in, in your life. Like we have these dreams when we're growing up of all the different things that mm-hmm. we can do in life, all the different things that we want in life. And guess what? Dreams do come true. Dreams truly happen. So therefore I'm living mm-hmm. that right now. I'm taking baby steps, but these baby steps pretty soon are going to be bigger steps. You know, different doors and different opportunities are going to open up for me. I truly believe I am in my season. I truly believe that God is working on me and providing me with all these opportunities and, you know, interviews and these platforms because it's truly my time because I do everything out of love. um, And I do truly want to see all of our people succeed, all of our kids be successful and step into their power um, and continue to speak life into their vision. That's truly what I stand for. So therefore, by me doing all these things now while I'm here, it's only going to make it even better um, and part of my story and part of my legacy that people will be able to read about one day. I love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. So have you ever turned down a client? Um, yeah, actually, yeah, um, because I do do um, like coaching I took these classes through Momentum Education in New York, which I love. So I started doing coaching where I coach people and do different things. Um, And someone actually wanted me to coach them to, you know, and because the energy and the initial interview process and a conversation that we had before I decided whether I wanted to go with it or not, um, my spirit was like, no, this is, the energy that um, this person is giving off is not for you. <laughs> so unfortunately, I, I mean, had hey. to, you know, turn it down. I mean, you know, yeah, I had to turn it down. Um, it just wasn't right. So 
in regards to that, yes, I did turn on a client and that's because I felt as though that their energy didn't match with my energy. And based off of the conversation, um, what I was ready to pour into them, they weren't ready to receive. And that's what a lot of, um, you know, entrepreneurs and, you know, business owners need to really understand is you have to protect your energy and your space. Money's Mm going to come. Okay. Money's going to come and, you know, you can't put money over that energy that you're going to receive from somebody else. That's just how I look at it. You know, if we, if, if I'm not feeling it with you and all I see is darkness around you. And I feel like if I'm sitting down with you and I'm pouring all of this and I'm investing all of this into you and I'm not receiving it back at least 70, 80%, you can't even give me that. Then I'm going to step back. The money's just not worth it for Mm -hmm. me at that point. Yeah, it's really not. And I I find that sometimes people, they're chasing the money more so than following your where your Mm -hmm. energy is leading you and what your spirit is telling you and then you know two three months down the line you're like damn I wish I never should have you know or could have you know took on this client or dealt with this particular person but when your spirit was telling you that initially you decided not to go with it and here we Mm -hmm. are now so that's why if it's something that I feel as though that's going to interfere with the energy um, that I have to give in my particular energy and it's not mm, it's, I'm having that doubtable moment I'm like it's not worth it for me even right. people that want to collaborate I get people all the time that want to collaborate and want me to be a part of something that they're doing if it's not something that I stand by or I believe by or I can see or I'm following you and I'm seeing that you're negative and you're talking down to other people or you're about the drama and the shenanigans. I want no part of that because that doesn't represent my brand. It doesn't represent who I am. It doesn't represent what I have to give. And definitely if I'm connected to kids and empowering people, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't match. So I can't be a part of something that doesn't represent who I am and what I'm a part of and what I stand for. So it doesn't matter what kind of collaboration mm-hmm. or what money, how much money you put on the table, because just like you wanted to right. collaborate and offer it to me, then guess what? I'm pretty sure. Matter of fact, I'm positive that God has another opportunity coming my way. That is so mm-hmm. true. That is so true. And um, growing up, in my household, the Caribbean Haitian household, I'm honestly going to say that I, I was blessed with the whole energy mm-hmm. thing, Yeah, you know, because they'll tell you, they'll tell you, you know, the ancestors, your angels are talking to you. You're not listening to the angels, what the angels yeah. told you, <laughs> what did the angels tell you? Like I, till this day, my mom yeah. tells me, Ooh, child, you had a darkness over you, but the angels, girl, the yeah. angels, like, till this day. so, uh, you know, I keep that in my mind all the time, mm-hmm. you know, and I employ everyone to do that. You know, your, your ancestors are talking to you. That's, that's why yeah. they're there. Mm-hmm. You know, your spirit is talking to you. Your, your spirit guides, your guardian angels, whatever it is you guys believe in, ground yourself, put your feet firmly on the ground. And when you are near someone across someone or somebody comes across your path and you feel that shiver, mm-hmm. Oh, then yep. walk off. Not mm-hmm. Walk off. It, it's not your dead grandmama talking to you. Nah, that shiver is probably your dead grandmama telling you, honey, you need Never to go way. the other way. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> you are way. so right about that. You get that mm-hmm. shiver, right? You get that sometimes, yes, right? You get oh, that girl. And I be getting that you be itch, like, wait, dude. hold on. What that itch. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> that itch that came out of nowhere. Like, did I get yes. it all over my oh body? My that fiery itch. That yes. That's, that's your body talking to you, telling you move away. Like, get yes, away. Yes, so true. Just imagine when we were younger, if we would really listen to our intuition and our angels and our ancestors will be will be mm-hmm. somewhere different right now. But you know, as you're growing Everybody up, you, be young, you gotta go through things for it to like <laughs> sink in. And you're like, damn, mama used to tell me about this. Grandma used to tell me about this or something. But hey, you live and you learn. And mm-hmm. what you gonna do from the lessons that you learn to make you better for the future, that's it. 
Exactly. And pass it on and hope that your children will listen to that itch and that shiver exactly. breeze quicker than you exactly, did. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, girl. So <laughs> oh man, uh last question before we close it out and you get to tell everybody a little bit um about where to find you and how to connect mm-hmm. with you. So if you had one piece of mm-hmm. advice to someone that's just starting out, what would it be? Do it. Just do it. If you were birthed with the vision, if God gave you the vision, you dreamed about the vision, it's passionate to you, it's in your hearts and your spirit, it's constantly um, coming up for you, just do it. There's so many businesses or outlets or different people that you can connect with to help you start your business. To register your business, if you're in the state of New Jersey, it's like $125, $130 max with taxes mm-hmm. and everything else. There's no reason why you can't start your business and get an LLC. At this point, everyone should be have an LLC. Register your name, buy your name, brand your name, brand yourself, brand your kids. Like just do it. The time is now. The time is now. What are you waiting for? Why, why are you not moving forward? Just do it. Um, also... I say this all the time to people when they're asking, if you want to start an LLC, if you want to start your business, don't just do it. Don't always ask for other people's opinion because other people's opinion Mm -hmm. at that time may not be the right information that they're going to give you. At that particular moment, because remember, like I said earlier, the vision was given to you. So if if it's your vision, you have to speak life into it and birth it. So because some people may not be at the same place that you are mentally in their life, when you go and share your business with them, they'll sometimes maybe, oh, don't do that, girl. Uh Uh-uh, we in a pandemic. We quarantine and your business is not going to flourish. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. During this pandemic, I have a few friends, coaches through TLC that became millionaires within a six-month span, within within a three-month span, which gives me motivation and encourage and confirms for me that I can do it too. If you could do that during a pandemic, anything could happen. This break in this pandemic was given to us so that we can see that we can really make things happen. The time is now. Stop holding it. Stop listening to other people's opinion. Just do it and make it happen. Like I cannot stress that enough. If I if anything that I've said today didn't strike a chord for you, this right here, what I'm saying, hopefully it is. You gotta get up and go. Just do it. Like like the Nike slogan, just do it. Like honestly, I cannot stress that enough. Just do it. You'll find money to do it. I promise you that money that you're spending on clothes and shoes that you really can't even wear out anywhere right now because of the quarantine and they shutting everything down. That money that you're saving Mm -hmm. from your commute, going back and forth to work, whatever, take that $100, take that $150, put it to the side, invest it in your company, start your LLC, and then gradually build from there. Take notes every night before you go to sleep. Write your vision down. You know what I say? Um, Journal. Do that. And then you'll start to see everything that you've been writing and journaling is just going to open up different opportunities for you. And it's going to, you know, it's going to click for you one day. But just honestly, just do it. Just do it. Just so y'all know, this podcast is not in any way, shape, or form endorsed no, by Nike. No, it's not. Sorry, okay? but it's just a slogan. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I do apologize. But that slogan just hit for me because a lot of times we're afraid to just get up and go and get up and do. So that's why I use that mm-hmm. slogan because a lot of people know it because of the company. And when they hear it, it's like, oh, okay, I know that slogan. So that's why I use it. But we are nowhere um, endorsed by Nike. I mean, Nike, and listen, if you're listening and you're interested, we're open. Look, the Haitian sisters out <laughs> of here. Of course. Hey. And we would love your support. Yes. So let's go. But like you said, we are not endorsed <laughs> by Nike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful yeah. out here. I'm not trying to get sued. No, we're not. Right? We're not. So I do apologize about that. But I, you know, like I said, the slogan hits for people. 
Um, so that's why I used it. But definitely, like one of the, my slogans, which is Josie's quote, Josie's saying is speak life into your vision because eventually you will see it. It will come to light. So just constantly feed it, constantly feed it. So before you let everyone know where they can find you, platforms, email if you want to mm-hmm. give it out, I just want to thank you so very much for coming on here, blessing us, you know, taking us to church <laughs> so many different times. <laughs> Ladies, like I said, I want women that embody the Wonder Woman qualities. And I'm going to give you a homework. Every time a a lady comes on here, if you don't know the Wonder Woman comic, like if you know me, you know I'm a Marvel baby and I know Wonder Woman is DC, but that is one of the DC comics that ever since I was young, man, how could you not love Wonder Woman? That's my favorite too. That's hilarious. (laughs) Of course, like, man, strength, you know, trust, truth, courage, power beauty integrity mm-hmm. come on man, she embodies a yeah. lot exactly <laughs> you know she don't need a man but she could take your mm-hmm. man <laughs> 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 listen we're not trying to Immortal we're not goddess. no happy homes here oh no 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 no, no. we ain't trying to do but that but true, i'm saying she, she got your boss she, 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 she could do it she can do it she's a boss <laughs> In any way, every way, she's a boss. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Let our listeners know one more time, everywhere they can follow you, find you, get at you, collaborate you. Um, So I would like to say thank you again, Alexandra, for having me on your platform today, um, connecting me with your audience, you being a boss chick that you are doing what you do is nothing but up from here for you. Everything that you desire and that you want in your life and that you envision will happen. So continue to push, um, continue to strive. I mean, continue to be the best version of yourself that you can be because no one can take that away from you. So I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you again for having me. We will definitely connect again and see each and see each other and collaborate on some different things. Um, but you could definitely find me on just about all social media platforms under Josie, J-O-S-I-E, Payute, P-A-Y-O-U-T-E on IG, Facebook, um, my website is josiepayute.com. Same thing. My podcast is Ladies Building Legacies on all platforms, on all podcast platforms, and also our website. Um, so yeah, that's where you can find me for New Jersey Kids Fashion Week. You can find us on all platforms also under New Jersey Kids Fashion Week or NJKFW. Um, for New Jersey Kids Fashion Week. And I believe I touched all platforms. My email, if you would like to send me an email, collaborate, get in contact with me, it's Josie Speaks, J-O-S-I-E Speaks, L-L-C at gmail.com. So Josie, J-O-S-I-E Speaks, S-P-E-A-K-S, L-L-C dot com, at gmail.com, sorry. So yeah. There you go. Thank you. And what kind of woman are I you again? I am a Let Wonder Woman, a boss chick, a boss patient chick at that. What's up? <laughs> there we go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, love. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you. Blessing, sweetheart. Have you a wonderful too. Bye-bye. Night. To all my amazing wonder women out there you are stronger than you believe and you have greater powers than you know stay blessed